Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. May I say that I haven't really enjoyed working for humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Also, they never give me enough liquor. Very irritating. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Addercock. And... Super genius. Huh? Super genius. Super genius. Now I'm giving myself that title. Yes. Okay. Cool. Do we get do we both get titles? I mean If you're gonna be a super genius. Know. Did you get a hundred percent on a test today? I did not because I did not take a test. Yeah, I took a test today and I got a hundred percent. So oh. All right. super genius. I'm, I'm a super genius. Ah, I plotted the plotted the downfall of an empire. So, supervillain. You that doesn't count. America what? is already going into tubes without you. I didn't say America. I just said an empire. Could have been any of them. Could have been any empire. The Ottoman Empire. The Ottomans have ruled too long. It's already fallen. I win. <laughs> Those tiny stools have, have sat at the foot of chairs for too long. It's true. That's the, totally the Ottoman Empire. It's no, all that's based not on that. the Ottoman Empire. Please do not write that on a history test. It's, no, it's from the Tick. Oh, it is from the Tick. <laughs> oh, the Tick. Because one of the villains was the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. There was also Chairface who carved his name into the moon. Well, Cha. He didn't get the whole. He did the whole name. Uh, <laughs> some of our some of our listeners are familiar with the Tick. It's a '90s indie cartoon by Ben. Most Edlund. of our listeners, because I feel like that's the age range we're going for. Yeah, and and which we have discussed before, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of you may be more familiar with his more recent work, Supernatural, which recently just ended. I watched it. I did you? I all. did not. I watched it all. I have not watched it all. I got. I got all the way to the end, and I actually feel like I might write fan fiction. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the ending? No. That's how fan fiction happens when you don't like the ending. That's that. You want fan fiction? That's how you get fan fiction. Ask Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes, it's true. That's why he had to bring Sherlock back after he killed him on the fall yeah. in the falls because people were other people started writing Sherlock Holmes fan yes. fiction yeah. and well, publishing th- it. I will say that that after watching all fifteen seasons of Supernatural, a few of them I have watched more than once. Um, I will say that uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I that's was, how fan fiction happened. I was not. I have my own ending. <laughs> And it's better. It it's better. I I I do know <laughs> that Castiel confessed his 
same-sex attraction and then immediately went to super hell. Yeah, that was the only thing I know about the ending. That's one of the things that I would fix. Uh huh. It seems because guys, you didn't think that. However, yes. However, I will say that apparently the actor who played who plays Castiel did uh listen to a bunch of fans and understand and and understand why it was problematic and that they Ah. and he actually even said i'm very sorry we did not think this we obviously did not think this through about about killing your gays and right and did not think about that when we when we came up when we came up with that and and, she said spoilers I, I think at this point everyone has seen it. It's, it's, it's also pandemic time. What else has anybody been doing but watching television? Yeah, that's that's very true. I did not. I have not. As you know, I tapped out with uh, yes, yeah. Supernatural with the Leviathan crap, yeah. and when they killed Charlie. Yes. And I have not revisited it, despite many people's insistence that I should, including my sisters. Um. Just, I can't. I I can. I, I don't can blame you. Watch the beginning, but like, I just. There is a lot uh, going back through it. Uh, having rewatched, having rewatched it several times. Um, as I have gotten older, as I have watched it, hmm. um, some of the older episodes are. There's a little bit of stuff stuff that's very dated and and slightly problematic. As I have gotten older, and I have noticed it more. So. Yeah, there's a lot of there's 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 some of that, yeah, yeah. for sure. And there's a there's some of and and so so there's also I, they have a tendency to like really murder some ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And all they, of them they good, love to throw a lady in a fridge, but Yeah. A lot of good female characters they get rid of. They yeah, do, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, also and, just weird when that seems to be uh, like no one of the things I've noticed was that when watching the watching the sh- the newest episodes via their the channel's uh, app, the commercials uh-huh. that come on very much give you the clear impression that women are the ones who are watching this show, and it just kind of makes me think maybe you shouldn't kill off all the women characters. Yeah, you could have more. I mean, obviously we're watching it. Like, yes, but yeah, but it's, it's, and and. Again, I like the show. I love the conceit. Yes. Love the premise. Love the soundtrack. Yes. And the one of the writers is is the dude from and, the Tick. Yes, is the right from the guy from the Tick. Also, that's why. Uh, that's one of the reasons why the the character of Chuck, his 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 uh writing name is Carver Edlund, is because it is based on the on two of the writers for the show. Yeah, no, so, there, there's yeah. a lot in the show to love. Like, yes. let's be clear. Uh, yeah. There is a reason I watched most of the seasons. I got through the Leviathan thing. Yeah. Yeah, the Leviathan. No. The Le- Leviathan isn't the worst, though, when you get through further along. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's why I kind of <laughs> tapped out. I was just like, <laughs> you know, my time on this earth is inf- is finite. Yeah, no, that's fine, and you don't have and I to. I love it's... the characters, and I love the concept. I love the the world, and I love the concept. I just don't always love the show. 
Yeah, no, and that's completely fine. It's like the same with with book series or any series in general. Yes. Is that I, is I that felt very much that way? You can. With, um, oh, what was his name? Shoot, just I had it I a second know. ago and it flew out of my head. Uh, he's the tall warlock. The the Harry Dresden. Harry Dresden. Thank the you. Dresden, Dresden Files. Yeah. Yes. Love the concept. Love the love parts of the character yeah don't love how he doesn't learn some basic things about yeah life ladies and life like i i love the concept of a of a warlock that you call up like an exterminator yeah it's one of the reasons that like john constantine yeah so much like because that's the same thing right yeah yeah the kind of like uh oh, world weary we've kind of like a, you could find him in the, in the phone book. We've got demons. We need to, who do we call? Who do we call? It, it's Ghostbusters basic con- conceit mm-hmm. because Ghostbusters are more exterminators than they are like paranormal investigators. Mm-hmm. Even though they are like framed as paranormal investigators in the sh- in the movies, but they kind of like, they're kind of actually like exterminators. You know, you've got the bed bugs. Right, <laughs> they're. They're pol- they're poltergeist eliminators more they're than anything. Poltergeist eliminators. They've got balloons for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> like I love that concept. I love that conception. I love that yeah. um that idea. I just don't always love the way that it's executed. Well yeah, and that's and it's the same kind of thing is is that, you know, there is you you have a finite existence on this planet. If right. you get to a point where you don't enjoy something anymore that 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 is right. cr- a creative endeavor and you do not enjoy it anymore you don't have to keep doing it so you don't nope. have to keep reading the book series if it has gone weird you don't have to watch the show if you don't like it anymore right um, and just not everything's gonna be for you so there, it's, yeah. there's no problem with moving on yeah, there are definitely some really good episodes in the later season of Supernatural that I if I, if that if I I would cherry pick the ones out like these are the ones you should watch, um, but but yeah, like there there were definitely a lot of a lot of episodes from like season seven on that I would skip through because I'd be like, yeah. nope, not this one, not that <laughs> one, uh, skipping all of those. I like the Monster of the Week episodes. I do, you know, I like the Monster of the Week episodes. I I do like the ones where they're, they're clearly having fun with it's it. It's kind of the same. But like going back and re, I rewatched the X Files. Yeah, well, it's kind the of the Monster same. Of the Week ones were the ones that held up. Well, yeah, no, it's kind of the. I, I feel like it kind of suffers from the same problem as X Files, where it's like you're wondering if the two main characters are going to make out. Well, no, 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 that's because they're brothers. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, no. no, you're wondering if one of them is going to make out with an angel and then go to super hell. Yes, and then go to super hell. But yeah, but <laughs> so that's... Weird, fun fact, that's how X-Files ended as well. Scully <laughs> and Mulder made out, and then Mulder know. went to super hell. I stopped watching... See, well, you stopped watching Supernatural after a certain period. I stopped watching X-Files at... After a certain period. I don't know what happened after Mulder left. I I continued I stopped. I, because, because I just went, I, 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 I will what tell is you the point of the this? The first couple of episodes after Mulder left, I actually did enjoy because it was a fun kind of uh, shake up to have Scully 
be the one that's like, the no, believer. no, 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 actually, aliens are real and yeah. I had an alien baby impregnated in me. Yeah. To yeah. a dubious T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't. Yeah, no, I know. At one point, Mulder left. Okay, so like some 90s trivia. At one point, Mulder left the X-Files and then he was replaced by the guy that played the T-1000. He's also the brother of the of the lead singer of Filter. He's the lead singer of Filter? No, he's the brother. His brother is the lead. He was? No, his. I almost believed you. No, his brother is the lead singer of Filter. I didn't know that. Yes. So there, fun another trivia. fun fact that yeah. that is meaningless, but it might come up in trivia. You, you know? know, if we can ever go to bar trivia again. Yes, if that's ever after the pandemic, <laughs> that might be a, th- a question. And if you are the kind of person that isn't, you know, emotionally traumatized by this extended uh, furlough, that wants to go to bar trivia ever again. Where you have to look at people breathing on your beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I might might be coming out of this a little weird in it. <laughs> uh, I feel like we both went into it a little weird. <laughs> it's only- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going into it like super grounded to begin with. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know how I'm coming out of it. I don't Ooh. know. I just keep having flashbacks to childhood and being homeschooled. So. That is not healthy. No. No, it is not. <laughs> we were actually talking about this before we started yes, recording. I just thought I'd share. So, yeah. our listeners, if you are also having some whew, some fun memories, experiences, having a little stress about being in lockdown for what feels like an eternity, and possibly your whole entire life. Uh, we're we're there too. It's okay. It's all right. We'll we will all get through this together. We're we're not all gonna. I mean, honestly, if we don't come out of it weirder than we went into it, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, just lean into it. Just, lean into. I just it. remember. Now is the time. You know, remember when your parents or grandparents told you that whatever terrible thing would give you character? This this is this is one of those moments. This is it. Come out with an abundance of character and a lot of trauma. Yes. Like hmm. This is Emmett was are... making fun of me because she was I have I'm uh, so like for real talk, uh I have started therapy in this whole thing because Ooh, yeah. There was some crap going on before lockdown started. Lockdown is not improved at all. Yeah, uh, no. she's like making fun of me because she's like, I can tell from your Twitter feed that you're in therapy. It's, I'm not making fun. It's just very I, obvious. Okay, you can make fun. It's that's I'm how not, I cope. I know. Yes, I'm not making fun because I think everybody should go through therapy if they need it. Yeah, so I think like, it's completely. Like, you know, I think the. I think the stigma on it is is terrible, and I don't oh, think it should yeah. exist. I think I think it's one of those if you need somebody else to talk to that is a third party who is not emotionally attached to whatever you're going on, you should do it. Absolutely. I, I follow the I follow the Carrie Fisher rule of if you can if you can if you can afford to do it. If you can, if you can find a person that you like to do it, you should do it. Just do yes. it. Go to therapy. 
Listen to Space Mom. Yes. Carrie Fisher knows knew best when it come, came to therapy. And I, I was making, I will make fun of myself forever that's because that's just how I cope with things. That's fine. Uh, and I have a lot of problems with negative self-talk. Again, therapy works. So my therapist is like, make post-it notes and stick them in places you can see them that are like, like what positive things, you know? nice thoughts and immediately because i am a child of the 90s i'm thinking of i'm good enough i'm smart enough and gosh darn it people like me yeah jack handy <laughs> yes which is a an snl skit from the 90s and so the first post-it note i gotta write out is i'm good enough i'm smart enough except that i misspelled enough on the smart enough aspect. So I got, you're good enough, spelled correctly. You're smart enough, spelled incorrectly. That's, and it was just. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, Celtic word for enough? No, no, no. it's just the misspelling. And I misspelled it on the smart enough at part. And so you've kept it though, because it is. I did keep you. it, I still have it. Because it made me laugh. And then I tried to explain to my therapist why I was laughing about what. Because she's taking it at face value. She's like, oh, you're good enough. You're smart enough. People like you. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, a, it's a bit from the night. Oh, you're younger than me. Okay. <laughs> suddenly, Never mind. Suddenly I feel very old. You have a doctorate, and I have a certificate that says I'm the world's best Nicole. <laughs> and I got a hundred on my test today. So never mind. And with, yes, I do have a certificate that says that I'm the that? world's best Nicole. You're the world's you know best what? Nicole. World's best Nicole. Uh, this, this a, I took my cosmetology final today. Yeah. You've I got still a have some hours to get in before I can be like a real for real licensed person, uh, because pandemic yes. reduces everything that we can do. Uh, but my teacher, in an effort to get to to pump us up a little bit, yeah, to make us feel like we had accomplished something this semester that was very very strange in a in an industry that is not yeah. something you can do online. You kind of gotta have. Yeah your hands on people's heads, uh, asked our classmates to write four positive things about everyone else in the class. Aww. Yeah, and then she printed up little certificates for all of us <laughs> that says, we are the world's best, your name here. <laughs> nice. And then that, your classmates think you are, and like compile a little list of the top things that your classmates think about you that are positive. I, don't, I already know what the top things that my classmates think about me that are negative. Bossy, the mom friend, all those things. But <laughs> so I got the world's best Nicole. You, your classmates think you are original. You've got a great laugh, which means I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> the best storyteller. Oh, that is, that is that is true because everything I was like. So this one time when I was in Florida. <laughs> also code for i'm loud 
I'm loud and I tell a loud story. And then I have like, by the time you've keyed in, you're gone. And then the alligator was eating the duck. Yes. And you're intrigued. Uh, and then I am a cool person. That last part is a lie. That last part is a thing that was, that children thought about me. <laughs> Hello, any of my classmates that might listen to this. I'm not saying you are children, but I am twice your age. So yes, you are children. <laughs> and the only reason you think I'm cool is because you don't have enough life experience to know any different. Oh, come on. I think we're cool. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> we're nerd. No, I also think we're cool, but I also know you are a homeschooled weirdo. And I was the ginger with a lisp and leg braces. That who was true. really into right. art and theater. You're so. really ruining this for me. What else did I have? <laughs> I have nothing else, Nicole. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to oh, press. My classmates would think you're very cool. Does that, does that help? No. I don't want They're 20. all 20. I don't want 20 year olds thinking I'm cool. <laughs> I want adults. Listeners think our, we're cool. Our listeners are also nerds. That's true. I like nerds. I just want I nerds. Like nerds. I want nerds to think I'm cool. That's all. That's the important listeners part. Don't tell us if you don't think we're cool. Please don't. It'll hurt. It'll break. <laughs> Let us have this moment. It'll break my heart. With that, I'm going to press a button. Attention, Sky Captains. Are you suffering from a particularly bad case of coronaphobia? He means a fear of lightning. Have you been the unfortunate victim of multiple lightning strikes? Tired of buying new suits as the old reek of carbon and are singed beyond repair? Suffer and worry no longer, my dear sirs. With the recent invention of Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits, you'll never again have to worry about being struck down by lightning. Light and comfortable and terribly easy to wear, Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits are perfectly suited, if you'll pardon my pun, to a life in the skies. 110% guaranteed to prevent any and all human landfall of that most horrifying atmospheric discharge. And coming soon, top hat mounted lightning rods. Patent pending. I've been watching uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh. I'm, I have to admit I I'm only a little bit of a fan of Star Trek, so I so I you don't have an opinion. I don't have, have an opinion. To yeah, no, I watch it because it's sci-fi. Mm -hmm. But um, I share the very unlikely opinion that Deep Space Nine is my favorite, which <gasps> a lot of people don't Deep like. Deep Space Nine is very good. It's so good. Yeah. No, I. I. All right. So, not. I would not consider myself a Trekkie. But I have seen all of the original, all of the movies, all of um, The Next Generation, mm -hmm. and all of Deep Space Nine. Still consider myself a Trekkie, even though I have watched a lot of Star Trek uh, and enjoyed a lot of Star Trek. But yes, Deep Space Nine is very good. Yeah. So, well, I've watched Deep Space Nine. I've watched... Next Generation, and I've watched Voyager. Oh, I didn't watch Voyager. And I tried to watch Enterprise, and I stopped. Uh, I stopped after the 
really sexy decontamination scene in like the first or second episode and then went, nope, I'm done. (laughs) It was like, this is. I'm like, oh, this is weirdly sexual. I was like, like, sexy Vulcans. I was like, you know, sexy Borg, okay. Sexy (laughs) Vulcans. Seven of nine and sexy Borg. Screw it. Yeah, Sex like decontamination. Yeah, no, it was a weird. It was just way too weird, and I stopped. And I was like, I can't. Ha-. And then I found out that it was like, oh, it's all because no one liked it, <laughs> and everyone was disappointed by it. It's all just been an entire hollow deck program that Riker and Deanna Troy were running the whole time. Yeah, for for sexy reasons, a hundred percent. Probably, I would <laughs> yeah, assume. Yeah, no, no, no. I just like one hundred percent. But I also re I also watched the movies. I've seen all of the Star Trek movies. I've only watched one or two episodes of the original s- series. Um, I have a, a, a Captain Kirk really irritates me. <laughs> I, no, see, I, I I legitimately enjoy the original I, series where it's like I just can't, unabashed cheese. I can't. Well, so. I have a, it's not just, it's not just William Shatner that bothers me. This is going to, this is going to be one of, probably, possibly one of the nerdiest, weirdest things oh, I've ever said. But All right. one of the things that bothers me is that the fight sequences in the original series are the exact same fight sequences as the original TV series Wild Wild West fight sequences. And it <laughs> See, just, that's one of the things that delights me. They're so bad. drives me crazy. Because I just go, <laughs> like, what? It Oh, just, it's so one inexplicable. One of my favorite things about the original series is just to watch it and try to, like, parse out what the thoughts, like, yeah. who made the decision. Like what were they? Whatever is on screen at that moment, because there are lots of screen. There are lots and lots of instances where Captain Kirk is shirtless, yes, and in tights, right. But he has a little Star Trek insignia like on his hip, yeah, and his fighting tights. Like whenever he's doing his like fighting stuff. Oh. In the holodeck or whatever. I, I must have and missed those. And it delights those. me every single time. Oh. All right. Because well, what was that decision? Yeah. Who no, made I that choice? That was like, all right, all right. Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna have you shirtless in the scene, and we'll, he's like, yes, of course, because I am very attractive. He's like, we're gonna have you in some tiny, tiny little tights, and he's like, yes, of course, I am very attractive, tiny tights, shirtless. Let's do it. I'm going to roll around and be sweaty and sexy. And they're like, but we have to have some kind of insignia to let people know that you're still technically in uniform. So we're going to put the Star Trek insignia, just a tiny one, just on your hip, just on the hip of your fighting tights. So that we all know you're technically still in uniform while you're rolling around sweaty, topless in tights with other men. All right. Cool. And he's like, yes, this is 100% cool. Well, and also, once again, looping back to our earlier conversation, this is how fan fiction was born. Yeah. Well, so. Because a bunch of people watched that and went, this is homoerotic. <laughs> and the show isn't addressing how homoerotic it is. So I must address how homoerotic it is in fiction. 
<laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So That's I've only watched the, a f- one of the delights yes. of the. So I've only watched a few original series. Yeah, I've only watched a few episodes of the original you series. You should watch I more have... because there is a lot of shirtless man meat. I don't, and it is very homoerotic. Unless it's Spock shirtless, I don't care. Yes, he is shirtless so much, and it is very good. All right. Well, then that's okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. All right. It, but I. But young I also Leonard Nimoy, topless with eye makeup on, very good. All right, I might check that yeah. out. I did Something watch. I'm interested in you. I just I did watch Picard and I enjoyed that. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's I, very good. I'm afraid. So, but but so I have started watching. So I have I have delved into Discovery because I have heard so many people hate it. <laughs> Oh, do they really? Apparently, a lot of a lot of tried and true Trekkies are not are not fans of it. But it's Brian Fuller. Yeah, and no, and Brian oh, Fuller I'm did kind of Pushing Daisies. He did Pushing Daisies, and he did Hannibal, and so it's and, and it's, the, the first uh, Adam Simley? Yes. Yeah, and the and and so uh so yeah so like it's very pretty but i'm very confused by a lot of it (laughs) there's a lot of things where i'm going wait what like for one everything seems way more advanced than than in any of the other series and this is supposed to be 10 years prior to the original series oh so, oh, oh! So it's kind of like Enterprise that it takes right. Place so it's in between. Series, it's in between Enterprise and in bet- and uh, and the original series. But oh. all of the technology is way more advanced hmm. in appearance to a certain degree. The spaceships all look the same. In fact, I believe the Discovery is based off of one of the original concept drawings for, from the original series. Or so, oh. so you know. They've pulled that in, but uh, there's a lot of... Also, the Klingons, I mean, they're not as... They're not as weirdly humanistic looking as the original series, but they kind of look like... They kind of look like Next Generation Klingons, but more so... And they talk very slow, and I can't figure out if the reason why they're doing that is because the prosthetics they have on their faces and in their mouths make it so that they have to talk slow, or you wouldn't be able to tell what they're saying. Well, no, it can't be that because there's all right, a so the, all, right, all right. No, no, you've got to you have to watch it because because I have to watch it now because be- because there is a there is a distinct. Because there's the, the gold LeMay Klingons of right. the original series. Right, which if you watch Deep Space Nine, they explain those away. Right, right. So now I'm very curious about... Yes. Yeah, these are these are more Klingon-y Klingons than you can oh. ever cling on. Like... Oh. They're, they, and they don't have hair. Uh, what? They have no hair. I cannot conceive but they have the they hair. have the ridges and the yeah they have they mm. look I mean like without the hair they very much all look I mean you you see them and you think that's a Klingon why are they all bald 
Yeah, because the whole thing about Klingons is they have like epic hair yeah. and big shoulder look, pads and well, BDSM they've got they've got all of the yeah gold lame. All their costumes are very like I mean they look like they stepped out of a heavy metal video. So I mean, yeah, well, I mean they should. Klingons but, are extra. Yeah, but there but there's no hair. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. About it. Yeah, so it's a little. I don't know if I like Klingons. So that that's here. a little weird, and then there's and then there's just a whole bunch of other things that just confuse me, hmm. and and so I can understand why Trekkies don't are kind of like what is what is this? This is not the Star Trek that I know. But but if you <laughs> if you just watch it from the perspective of I've never seen a Star Trek before. This is my first job. This is no, I have no idea what this is. Oh, this is an established show. I had no idea. Uh, if you watch, it is interesting. I have, I have been enjoying it. It's definitely, right. it's definitely a Brian Fuller thing, though. You can definitely. <laughs> There's a lot of fast, uh, fancy camera angles. Fancy camera angles. There's very much color, like color palettes play a huge role. In different things. There's also some very inexplicable choices. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just hard to explain. There's a pie I'm, man. I'm trying. I'm trying not to like spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Even though the the first season's like two years, it's now in the third season, and yeah. I'm only in the first season, and I'm still. Very confused. Right. A... I, yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched any of the more recent Star Trek. Well, I f... dig in, man. <laughs> dig, dig in, in and come right. well, come well, with me on this I, journey, I, <laughs> so that I, must... I I feel like a bad nerd. I haven't watched any of the recent Star Trek. I haven't watched any of the recent Star Wars. No, it's okay. It's all right. I, know. I don't know right. about the Baby Yoda. <gasps> Is he as bad as a minion? I don't know. I Grogu? know he exists. He's adorable. I he's very cute. He will also <laughs> fuck your well, shit up. Me. I he understand will that. Fuck your shit up. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> he's a baby Yoda. Come I on. Just, I, I just spend a whole lot of of the Mandalorian going, uh, that child has problems. <laughs> like like he, Oh, he, he got he, he has suffered him. some trauma, you know, man. And he needs therapy. Like he does. we all do with the pandemic. Yes. No, he does. Because I have frogs in his mouth for attention. Well, he's hungry. And he might also be hungry. Also, this opens up like I've seen <laughs> I've seen a couple of episodes, I've seen bits and pieces. Uh this opens up the uncomfortable question. Was Yoda the mega predator? In Dagobah. Yes! Yes, he was! Is that why he went to Dagobah? Because he could just literally eat everything that he That's, encountered? I, that me every single creature on Dagobah was frightened of Yoda. Yes, that's why he was so annoyed when R2-D2 and Luke Skywalker showed up. Because he couldn't actually put them in his mouth yeah, and he's eat like, them. He's, he was going like... That was oh, why this... he was mad. That's why he kept beating him with a stick. Yep. Like all those snakes hanging around. That that those were that was lunch. Those weren't his that pets. Lunch. Yep. No, it's he true. Eat everything. He was just gonna eat that entire planet 
until there was nothing left to consume. Yoda is like is like the nibbler of yes. the of the Star yes. Wars of the Star Wars universe. Bring future armament. That's it. why that's why that's why you don't, you only ever see one or two at the same time. Because they would consume each other. Because they they would they were planet wreckers. <laughs> They're like the Galactus. The planet. the planet is doomed. That's all. That's it. That's it. That's Yoda, why you only see a couple of them. Yoda's because... race. They're the. They're the Galactus of, of the Star Wars universe. And that's why the only ones that you see that survive are, are Jedi, because they, they, they suppress every desire that they have. Yes. The yeah. desire to consume an entire planet. Yes, it's true. That's what... They're dark. And that is my, and that is my new... That is my Star Wars fan fiction. <laughs> you can find us on AO3. <laughs> Where I will write stories about Yoda being the About eater. Yoda, consumer of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we keep making these jokes about the fan fictions we're writing on AO3. Eventually, we're going to have to write a fan fiction for AO3. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to. I just like talking oh, about it. I mean, I assume I have them. I wrote them at some point. They might be around there somewhere. I yes, that's right. The internet. I have fan fiction somewhere. I don't. I don't know if I saved them. Though. I will have to write something. I will have to take some of the things that I've written and rework them so that they become fan fiction. You can How about turn that? Into fan fiction, really easy. Just do, do, you can do the reverse of what the woman who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. who did like. A fine, like an alt fine F to find yeah. all the the instances of uh, Twilight characters, right. and you can just like do a reverse, like an alt uh, find. A, a yes, I will take out all the original character names, right, and, just and put them with and put Yoda. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Cream, <laughs> the Yoda. Twilight crossover. Oh, I'm going to gross. write for AO3. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> it's the, is. the fan fiction know. you never want. No! I didn't read Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't either. I don't know. What to, I tried to read Twilight. I read two well. pages. I read two pages of Twilight and then threw, and threw it across the, the room. I... Back in the day when Twilight was still a new thing. Yes, I read it on the on the recommendation of two people who have both published books since then. So if you're listening to this, you know who you are. You have both published novels. You and are. I'm going to blow your shit up, but I won't. You have better taste than this. <laughs> you, I trusted you because I knew what kind of fiction you are capable of writing and you recommended Twilight to me. How could you? How could you? It was a test. And you. And you passed. You know who you are. <laughs> I am not naming names because I said they have literally both published books in the past couple of years and I can't do that to them. No, that's but fine. you know who you are. I trust. I have a feeling I know who and they you are gave too. Me glittery vampire. You know Ugh. who they are because I've mentioned them off my. Yes. But you gave me <laughs> glittery vampires when I trusted you. Ugh. Could you? How could you? You both. And one of you has written a YA novel about star crossed lovers, and I 
<laughs> I still think. I still they, think. And I know this, and they love it because they occasionally still send me Twilight crap because oh, well, they, they liked it and I hated it. And they also they might be just tormenting. Yeah, I was gonna say they might just be doing that to a tor- torment you. No, they, like I, I think the Twilight. I made you read. I made you read my favorite YA. Romance novel. Yeah, I have good taste. <laughs> I liked that book. <laughs> I have read my friends who have recommended Twilight to me. I've read their books, and they are very, very good. And they are very, very good writers. And I still just don't understand the Twilight thing. Well, maybe uh, my yeah, sometimes sister likes Twilight. She doesn't some... listen to the show. I can blow her shit up. My sister likes Twilight. She also recommended it to me. She well, loves it. She read all the books. Sometimes you like you just like something. You just it, like trash. Yeah, sometimes you just like trash. I like trash too. I'm not going to you I'm know, judging. I like the original Star Trek. That's trash. I mean, William Shatner is trash. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's something terrible that I watch that I, that or read or read that I'm like, oh, this is so good, and other people are looking at me going, wow, I would think that you had really good taste until you said that. I'm sure there is something I can't think of it off the top Why of my head because our musical taste people like, what well, the fuck is this? Yes, to be fair, musically, my <laughs> musical taste. I'm sure oh, there's. I have. I'm sure there is plenty of music that I have played on the show that that has made people go, yes. what is this? And why are you accosting music on the show that other people are like, why? And we're like, because we like dumb noises in our music. Also, hey. also sometimes I do it because I think it's funny. Knowing sometimes full well that someone will not like someone will go, what is this? And I will go, <laughs> that is the sweet spot there. Oh, 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 there it is. All right, so <laughs> another thing, another beauty, a true beauty school story. Uh, because when we're working in the, in the student salon, uh, it gets very quiet and very weird very quickly. Um, we have playlists that we, all of these students kind of suggest things to fill in. And I have a hard time with this. Mm-hmm. Because A has to be appropriate for school. Right. And B has to be something that will play well with the populace at large. Right. And I've had a few hits and misses <laughs> with my suggestions for this. They didn't like Strome. What? I just don't know how to feel about what? Didn't like Strome. Strome was not a hit. I thought Strome would be was a safe bet. Was not. It's okay because it's on. French. How, however, the Who, you know, the Mongolian folk metal band oh, that we love. Yes, huge hit. What the Who? Yes. So the I who guess was very so, popular, and so, everyone thought I was very cool for introducing them to this. Mongolian throat singing folk metal band. So folk metal. But the Belgian pop, the Belgian dance music was a step too far. Huh. Weird. So I'm not quite sure where the sweet spot for that is. They didn't, I I was much more into Billie Eilish than anyone else was in the class. 
and much more into Orville Peck than anyone, oh. anyone else was in the class. All right. So I'm not, I'm not sure where that, that, how yeah. to thread that needle, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I But you know music. what? I did get to introduce a bunch of, like, teenagers to a Mongolian folk metal band, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, no, I think that kudos. That's... And they did not put that on my certificate, but I would like it on my certificate. I'll make you one. I'll yeah, make you make me a new one. I'll make you a certificate of appreciation for uh, DJing. You know what, everybody? You know what your your homework is this week? Oh, if, oh make yes. yourself a certificate of appreciation. All right, that seems fair. Everybody, yeah, like, make yourself an, a certificate of appreciation. Put four things on there that you are good at, that you feel good about for yourself. Put that I'm the best blank, whether that's your name, whether that's your title, whether that's your profession. Put I'm the best blank and then put four things after that that you feel like you're good at. Yeah. Everybody's homework for the week. I'm very much in therapy. (laughs) Put some sticky notes around your house about how good you are. Hey, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's those little silly things that even in the, even if you have put them, if you have done it, just coming into contact with it again later sometimes makes it, make, makes you go, oh, hey, no. thank you. you know, thank you. And I'm, and I, you, and I'm note. making fun because I spelt, I was trying to make a, a 90s joke and I spelt it wrong and that made yes. me laugh. Right. But I will tell you a true thing is that when I just wrote out the words, you're good enough, period, it made me tear up a little bit. Because oh. right now I don't feel like I'm good enough and I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So sometimes, you know, even when you're trying to make fun of yourself, you might hit on something a little bit true. Yeah. Well, so there is a little kid that came into the cafe last week with his mom who was very... I would like to say type A personality. Mm. She was very, very, she had very, very strong opinions about how everything in the cafe, how everything, every drink I was making for her needed to be done. And Ooh. she checked two or three times while I was making I it. A kind definition. Yes. And, uh, and I, it was very stressful. I was, all I was making was a latte and a hot chocolate. But I was, but it, which normally should only take me about three or four minutes at the most. But I feel like it was dragged out a little longer because I was having to, yeah, curtail all of that. And and the little boy that was with her, uh, he had to have been like I don't know six, seven. He he was a small wee child. I have no idea about ages. Hmm. And he, after they were done and they started to walk away, he ran back over towards the counter where I was standing and then very quietly said, I really like this place. It's very cool. I just thought you should know that. And I was like, thank you. You are also very cool for noticing, kid. Like, you are awesome. Thank you. And he just smiled and... Well, I assume he smiled. He had a mask on. <laughs> well, I yeah, felt, I I felt like he smiled. He smiled with his eyes. <laughs> and then he ran and then he ran off to catch up with his mom. And I, and it was one of those things of <gasps> Oh. 
Oh, a compliment that I would, you know, like, oh, out of left. I didn't even know I wanted, I wanted or needed that. And I did. Yep. And it felt great. So yes, compliment yourself. Compliment yourself. That, that's our, I'm giving our listeners homework for the yes. weekend. It's like, compliment yourself today. Yeah, no, everybody needs it. Well, it's a pandemic. I feel like we all need, a, we all need to remind ourselves every now and then that, that whatever you're doing to get through this right now, you're doing a good job. That's right. And God every, bless you because yeah, yeah and we're all we're all struggling. Yeah, and that we and and we all appreciate it, and that we're glad you're in the world, everybody who's listening. Heck yeah, we are. So, I think with that. Yeah, with that, we're going to remind you, if you like this thing we do, this clockwork of cabarets, you can help support us. How, you may ask? How? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Well, you can go to our website, which is agniotstudios.com, and there you will find links to a multitude of ways in which you can support the show. You can give us a one-time donation via PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. You can support us on Coffee. If you are an extra, extra... enthusiastic fan you can give us five stars on apple itunes not itunes podcast no apple podcasts because itunes doesn't exist anymore because we are old and our technology is out of date but on (laughs) but on apple podcasts you can give us five stars you us five stars on stitcher you can recommend us to a friend you can send us an email you can tweet at us uh, you can find all of our social media stuff on that website. Um, but most of the time, you can find Emmett at Emmett Davenport on Twitter. I am at Lady Adderkop. Emmett is at Mad Spinstress on Instagram. And I am at Lady Adderkop. I am unoriginal and boring. Um, we're both but- on TikTok. What's that? I said and we're both on TikTok. Oh, we are both on TikTok, but I have not posted a thing. No, I haven't either. I just follow the TikToks. And let my Korean dad share food with me. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out how to make the TikToks. I, I just mostly want my Korean dad to share food with me and want to watch Useless Farms tell me about Karen, the evil emu. Yeah. Yeah, see? That's mostly what I spend my time on TikTok. But yeah, hey, we're on TikTok. But you can find all that information at getoutstudios.com. Are, we're not hard to find. Like literally, just Google us. Yes. You're smart. You can also, also, if I, you're... put that on, put that on your little certificate. Smart yeah. can find people on the internet. Also, remember that that if you miss all of the music that we used to do, uh, you can go to mixcloud.com backslash that darling DJ duo, and that's where all of the music is we we've been posting our music supplementals there every every week so there is unfortunately we have to do this because <laughs> laws <laughs> pesky because laws because the man got us so so all of the music for every episode is up there and then you and then the talking bits are there as well so that you can get like 3 hours of of all of us, of both so of us. So much stuff. So much stuff. And if that's not enough, if you have always wanted to attend a clockwork ball. <laughs> oh, yes. We are going to be doing a virtual clockwork ball 
on New Year's Eve, and mm-hmm. it will be on Twitch, and we're going to be uh, focusing it through the uh, Agony Aunt Studios Twitch page, and uh, but you can also follow us individually, Lady Addercup and Matt Spinstress. Yes. And so uh, we we are yeah, but like if if you've always wanted to do a ten o'clock work ball, but you can't because you don't live in the state, you don't live in the country, you don't uh like other people because they breathe on you with their germs yeah this is a great way this is a great way to now is your chance don your finest steampunk apparel and dance in your living room yeah just like we're gonna do (laughs) because the world is on fire but you know what we can dance while it burns okay and on that happy note (laughs) This has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. And she is Emmett Davenport. And remember, it's not work we do. It's love. Do you feel the need to deliver terrifying yet adorable death at a distance? Do you mourn the lack of weapons that fire deadly animals? If so, then pick up Lord Evans' drop bear cannon today. Drop bears are the carnivorous cousins of the gentle koalas who infest the invisible ant. When exposed to the scent of blood, these small bears turn into small balls of fur and death. The Drop Bear Launcher safely contains these dangerous animals and with a clockwork-powered catapult engine will propel these small deadly creatures directly into your enemies. Terrify your enemies, acquaintance and social workers with Lord Evans Drop Bear Cannon. Make your guests stare in awe at your terrifying masculinity as you hold up an enormous cannon and drive away pesky foes with nature's perfect weapon, the Drop Bear. Lord Evans is not responsible for any injuries that may be suffered while loading the patented Drop Bear cannon. Extreme caution is advised when handling. In the case of a misfire, please contact our specialized maintenance crews with your loud, terrified screams. Ask for it by name at your local gun range. Buy now, receive an extra cage of Drop Bears.